Welcome in to another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast. We are into week three of the high school football season, which means after this week, we are a third of the way done of the regular season for high school football. Classes around the state uh, for most schools get started later this week on September 1st, but uh, football takes place a few weeks anyway before classes get underway. So week three, we're through non-conference for almost everybody, and uh, we, we have some interesting teams either sitting on the good side of the spectrum after non-conference play, but some teams also sitting at uh, 0-2. We'll run through that list in just a little bit. I posted it on Twitter earlier today, uh, but some teams that were very good last year that have traditionally been very good that are sitting at 0-2 that are uh, a surprise that you would not expect to see in that position. We're going to preview week three of the high school football season coming up on today's WSN podcast, talk a little bit about uh, things going on and uh, you know what's, what's happened so far. But uh, we do want to remind you to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Well, week three of the high school football season, uh, we wrapped up our WSN, uh, excuse me, our quick trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week poll earlier today. And I will be heading Friday night to Chippewa Falls as Hudson will travel to Chippewa Falls in a matchup of unbeaten teams uh, so far. Big Rivers Conference opener for both squads. It's Veterans Night at uh, Chippewa Falls. They do some fundraisers and some uh, some donations that they accept of uh, apparel and clothing uh, for veterans. Uh, so it should be a great atmosphere there. And in honor of our great partnership with Quick Trip and our, our great partners there, we're going to do a giveaway here on the podcast a little bit later in the show. Uh, you'll have to listen in for a little while. Uh, we'll be giving away a $25 Quick Trip gift card for uh, for the person that uh, responds accordingly a little bit later in the uh, in the show. Um, when you hear this sound, that will be your indicator that we are about to uh, to get to our our giveaway for the Quick Trip gift card. Again, a $25 gift card that we'll give away uh, as part of our great partnership with Quick Trip. So looking forward to getting up to, to Chippewa Falls for our, our Quick Trip and Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week. And you can be sure to check that out uh, on, our, uh, on our giveaway, again, a little bit later in the show. As promised, we are going to talk about Week 3 coming up here in just a moment, but I do want to run down that list of teams, as mentioned, that enter conference play Oh, and two. And some of this is due to, you know, just playing tough schedules and, and you play a tough schedule and sometimes you're going to take it on the chin a little bit. Um, at the same time, good teams beat good teams. The best teams beat other good teams. And, and there are plenty of teams around the state that play difficult schedules and are not 0-2. Now, it does not mean that things are over for these teams by any means. In fact, you just have to go back to 2019 when St. Mary Springs lost its first two games, very tough games, against Lake Country Lutheran and Amherst, and ended up coming all the way back and winning a state title. So it can happen. Uh, it's not end of the season by any means, but it's not a good start. It's not the start these teams wanted, and uh, they've got to get things going in a hurry. But if you run through the list... 
Teams that are 0-2 to start the year. Amherst, one of the best teams in the entire state over the last decade and a half. Brilliant. Won the Eastern uh, Wisconsin Conference last year. Cedar Grove, Belgium. Cuba City. De Pere, winners of the FRCC North last year. DeForest, Germantown, who we, uh, we picked to be a contender in that Greater Metro Conference. Iola, Scandinavia. Jefferson. Kohler, Sheboygan, Lutheran, and Christian. Lake Country, Lutheran. Uh, so good for so long, but off to an 0-2 start. Uh, for the first time in many, many years under head coach Greg Brosgill. Marquette, Marshfield, Menominee, Middleton, Notre Dame, Racine Lutheran, River Valley, Stevens Point, Union Grove, Waterford, Wisconsin Lutheran. There's some other schools that are 0-2, some other teams that are 0-2 so far that are a little, uh, a little bit of a surprise as well. But those are the ones that stood out. Again, teams that a number of those won conference titles last year. They made deep playoff runs. They are perennial, some of the best teams in the entire state, and they're sitting at 0-2 to begin the year. So again, they've got to get things turned around quickly. Um, not a death sentence by any means for conference title hopes, playoff hopes, you know, the other uh, goals that, that teams may have set, but not a good start for these teams. So let's move forward with our preview of Week 3. Uh, one Thursday game of note, Royal will play at Bangor. Royal has not allowed a point this year, but, uh, you know, Bangor is going to be a little different challenge than Boscobel and Hillsboro. Uh, apologies to our, our friends at Boscobel and Hillsboro. Uh, Bangor has been the, the best team in the Scenic Bluffs Conference for a decade or so. Um, expect them to challenge Cashton for the conference title, but, uh, Royal maybe looking to, uh, to throw a wrench in things. So they get things going on Thursday. Friday in the Milwaukee area, there are a lot of interesting and compelling games, but not a lot of games that you would look at and say, man, that's a great game. That's you know a game of the week type uh, g- type game. Um, actually, a lot of those were reserved in the, in the Madison area, but some very good games in the Milwaukee area. Arrowhead is traveling to Kettle Moraine. Kettle Moraine rebounded last week, got a nice win over Ashwaubenon. Um, and at Arrowhead you know, are, are they back? Is the swagger back at Arrowhead? They have big wins over Marquette and Homestead to open the season. Now heading into Classic 8 conference play. And, uh, you know, things get interesting from here in that Classic 8 where there are six, you know, I think really good teams. And I don't know if there's six spots available in the Classic 8 conference. So every game is going to be important. Every game is going to be a dogfight. We, we expected excuse me, McGuanago and Muskego to be at the top of the league. Arrowhead, Kettle Moraine, kind of in that mix at the next level. Um, but uh, but we'll see. And this is a good opening game for both these teams to really test out where they are at. One of the biggest upsets of the year uh, last week, so, so far anyway, last week was Racine Case beating Brookfield East in a non-conference game, 1917. Case has, has struggled for a while, uh, have gone through a number of coaches. They've got a new head coach this year. Anton Graham has come in, and uh, that's an impressive win over Brookfield East last week. But things a little different this week as they get into conference play, as they take on Franklin. This is at Racine Case, uh, but Franklin, the heavyweight in the Southeast Conference for a number of years. They lost to Catholic Memorial in the uh, Week 1 quick trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week, rebounded to go on the road and beat Fond du Lac last week. It was an impressive win for them. And uh, so Racine Case opens conference play. We see if, you know, they're they're really, really for real against Franklin. In the Greater Metro Conference, two of those teams that we mentioned that are 0-2, 
that you know I think would be a surprise that are desperately trying to avoid an 0-3 start. Germantown at Marquette. Again, both teams 0-2, trying to get going. Somebody's going to get a little bit of momentum anyway, and somebody is going to drop to 0-3 in that one. A couple ranked teams in Division II. Slinger undefeated, ranked 8th, coming off a nice win last week. Um, Avery Kurth had, uh, had a big game against Marshfield, over 250 yards, scored five total touchdowns. Uh, and Slinger will travel to Homestead, who went down to Arrowhead last week. And uh, again, kind of an old school North Shore Conference rivalry. Should be a physical game. Slinger at Homestead. Tosa West, we weren't quite sure what we were going to get out of them. Law, uh, head coaching change. They lost a lot of the production from last year's dominant running game. But so far, things are, are looking good for Tosa West in the non-conference. They're 2-0. and They have not attempted a pass yet. But that dominating running game is, is continued for them. They're ranked 7th in Division 2. They will travel to the 7th ranked team in Division 3, New Berlin Eisenhower. Uh, not the, the toughest of schedules for Eisenhower so far. They, they won a close one with, with uh, Wisconsin Lutheran in Week 1, beat up on South Milwaukee last week. So we'll see if, uh, if, if Eisenhower is back as a threat in the Parkland Conference. Again, the conference opener for both these teams. Some other interesting games in the Milwaukee area, but uh, none that I had on our uh, preview that would be out on wisports.net later this week. Um, but certainly some compelling games where teams are trying to, to open the conference schedule on a high note and, and build on that. But honestly, a lot of the big games this week are focused in the Madison area, southwest Wisconsin. We've got a number of really good games uh, between unbeaten teams, teams that expected to challenge for conference titles, uh, in fact, three of our Game of the Week nominees came out of Madison and Southwest Wisconsin area, and there was a couple more that easily could have been nominees that we we did not uh, we could not find spots for there. But if we start in the the Big Eight Conference, Jamesville Parker is two and zero. You know, haven't haven't played the greatest competition, but again, for for Parker, starting two and zero is a positive. They've struggled for a few years. They're at Madison Memorial. Who, uh, who's off to a 2-0 start as well. With uh, Sun Prairie out of the Big 8 Conference now, Madison Memorial is one of those teams, uh, along with Middleton, Verona, that, that could kind of fill that void as the, the best team in the conference. And uh, we'll, we'll learn a little bit more about both of these teams. And, and Jamesville Parker, you know, we have to, when we're talking about the Vikings, we have to mention J.J. Douglas, a junior who in week one led the state in receiving, Week two, they had to use him in a little different way. They slid him over and ran a lot of Wildcat quarterback with him, and he ran for 189 yards and two or three touchdowns, uh, caught a couple passes as well. But a really uh, outstanding athlete, one of the better class of 24 uh, prospects in the state. So uh, he's off to a great start, and it'll be interesting to see how Parker uses him against Madison Memorial. I got a few questions why this game wasn't uh, a game of the week, and uh, it, it was it was close. It was you know one that we had in consideration, but Wanakee, the top ranked team in Division Two, at Sun Prairie East, the second ranked team in Division Two, stayed at second uh, despite losing that shootout to McGuanago last week. Um, Wanakee and Sun Prairie, a game that we've always wanted to see, and now we get to see it as a conference game, in fact. Um, but we had Sun Prairie East as a nominee last week. We had Wanakee as a nominee in week one when they played DeForest. Neither time did those 
schools and communities vote to to make that the game of the week. So you know we'll move we'll we'll give some love to some other schools and and have some other options uh, this week for our game of the week as you saw, but still an outstanding matchup one versus two in Division Two. Sun Prairie East, we'll see if that defense can get back on track a little bit. Gave up 55, including 470 rushing yards to Win Stang of McGuanago last week. Uh, but the offense, you know, they kept firing. Jerry Kaminsky had a big game, and uh, we'll see if, if this tends, uh, turns into a little bit of a shootout as well. A couple really outstanding games in the Capital Conference, which is one of the best kind of medium, smallish school conferences in the entire state. You've got Lakeside Lutheran at Lodi, uh, two teams that are, are generally in the mix in the Capital Conference, both off to uh, 2-0 and starts. Lakeside Lutheran is ranked sixth in Division Four. Lodi is just outside the rankings in a really strong Division Four group. Um, but also you have Lake Mills, who is the fifth-ranked team in Division Four, hosting Edgewood, who is the fourth-ranked team in Division Four. So the Capital Conference accounts for spots uh, two with Columbus, Four, Edgewood, five, Lake Mills, six, Lakeside Lutheran in the Division Four coaches poll. And again, that does not even include Lodi, who's undefeated and usually a pretty good uh, team uh, in their own right. So the Lake, or excuse me, the Capital Conference, just outstanding this year once again. And it's going to be a dogfight all the way through. There's those five teams right there that are as good as anyone in Division Four. it looks like. And whoever comes out of that, if somebody happens to come out of that undefeated especially, man, that's going to be awfully impressive. Speaking of really strong conferences, uh, the Six Rivers looking very good once again. Um, they will play crossover games this week against teams from the Swall, and that's resulted in uh, a couple of really good matchups between the Six Rivers and the Swall. These will count as conference games for uh, playoff qualification, I don't know how the leagues are going to count them, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Sometimes there's a little difference there. But Potosi-Cassville, undefeated, welcomes in Be- uh, Belleville, undefeated. And Blackhawk-Warren, who posted a very impressive win over Marshall last week, they will welcome in Darlington, who lost that heartbreaker at St. Mary Springs last Saturday. So a couple really good Six Rivers Swall crossovers. The Badger Small, we mentioned one of the teams that were 0-2, a little bit of a surprise, although, again, against a very, very difficult schedule. The DeForest Norskis lost to Wanakee in Week 1, uh, got hammered by uh, Kimberly last week, 49-0. They'll look to rebound. They play at Mount Hora Barneveld, who got beat by Monroe last week. Uh, so we'll see if those teams can, can get it going. Um, probably two of the better teams in the Badger South, or excuse me, Badger Small, and you're know, looking to get off to a good start. I, I think whichever team wins this opening matchup, this opening game, uh, sitting pretty good in the Badger Small, where you know Monona Grove hasn't looked that great. Portage hasn't looked very good. Sock looked good early. Did not look as good against uh, Reedsburg last week. Fort Atkinson got shut out uh, last week by West Bend West to end a long losing streak. Stoughton's 0-2. You know, it's, it's really kind of a, a wide-open conference that did not do very well in non-conference play. So you want to get off to a good start in that Badger small. Moving on to the Fox Valley Northeast area, the FVA gets underway. So we have Appleton East, who beat uh, Crosstown rival Appleton West last week. They go on the road to Fond du Lac. Uh, the Cardinals opened with a nice win over Kettle Moraine last week. 
They got beat by Franklin, but uh, looking to get back on track. Fond du Lac hosting Appleton East. Caucona was a uh, a loser last week to West Pier. It was really an outstanding, outstanding game. Um, overtime, in fact. And uh, just came up short in that one. But they uh, host Appleton North this week. Uh, Appleton North undefeated a little bit, you know, quietly to this point. They haven't played the schedule that Fond du Lac or Kimberly have so far. But uh, they've gotten through unscathed. They're, they're 2-0, so they're sitting in a good spot. Elsewhere, you have Xavier welcoming in Luxembourg-Casco. Plymouth is undefeated. They welcome in Sheboygan Falls, who is undefeated. Sheboygan Falls put up some big numbers last week. Dane Nikolai was uh, a nominee for our um, hometown ticketing athlete of the week. He had uh, a huge, huge day as they uh, got an impressive win last week over Keel. Uh, 39-34, they needed all of those yards and all of those touchdowns that Nikolai had. Uh, threw for 433 yards, five touchdowns, also had the game-winning touchdown run with a couple minutes left. So that'll be a handful for Plymouth, uh, but Plymouth is uh, is looking very good. Their defense very stout once again, um, and they've done enough offensively uh, to, to, to get a couple wins here in the early going as they beat the two Sheboygan uh, the larger Sheboygan schools, the Sheboygan City schools, north and south, in the first two weeks of the season. Also have De Pere, again, one of those 0-2 teams, uh, still looking for his first win as a head coach, his new uh, De Pere coach, Ben Strickland. They welcome in a Pulaski team that's very physical, that's undefeated so far. Again, they, they maybe haven't played um, you know, the, the, the greatest uh, schedule yet, although they did play a Usually solid Hortonville team last week. They beat Notre Dame in week one. Um, but, you know, things start ratcheting up because the next two weeks, Pulaski, they're at De Pere this week, and then they're at Bayport next week. And then, by the way, they have a home game against West De Pere. So it's a really, really tough opening schedule for Pulaski and the FRCC North. If they can get through there, uh, things are, are, are looking up for, uh, for them. Uh, even if they win two out of three, they have to feel like they're sitting in a pretty good spot in the conference title race. So that's uh, that's the Fox Valley Northeast area. Uh, before we move on to the North Central, we do want to help you uh, want to remind you to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Well, that sound means it's giveaway time, and here's how it's going to work. First, on Twitter, you have to follow me, at TravisWSN, and our WIS Sports account, at WISSportsNet. Follow both those accounts on Twitter. You have to subscribe to our podcast on either Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. And then here's the key part. On Twitter, tweet at me with where you will be watching a game this Friday night. If you're going to a game, what game you're going to. If you're staying at home, what game or games you might be checking out on a stream. But uh, tweet at me, Travis WSN, with what game you will be watching on Friday night. And use the hashtag in that tweet, KT Giveaway. That's the letters K and T for Quick Trip. KT Giveaway. So follow me and Wisports on Twitter. 
subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or, you know, iHeart or Spotify is fine too. And tweet at me with the game that you'll be watching on Friday using the KT giveaway hashtag. That's it. And you'll be entered into a drawing for a $25 Quick Trip gift card. If you win, we'll let you know on Twitter and coordinate how to get that gift card out to you. Again, thanks to our good friends at Quick Trip for uh, for helping make that possible and for sponsoring our Quick Trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week. Well, let's move on our week three preview and look at the north central part of the state. We had one Game of the Week nominee there this week, and that was Wisconsin, excuse me, Wisconsin Rapids at Wausau West. Uh Wisconsin Rapids uh, got back on, on track a little bit last week with a win over Stoughton. Wausau West is 2-0 to start the year. Big physical team. Uh, Leo Brostowitz, the, the running back for Wisconsin Rapids. Uh, we'll see if he is uh, is uh, is going to be back this week sometime soon. He missed last week. He, he went out with injury in week one. Uh, but we'll see if, if he gets back sometime soon. Also, Shiocton is at Amherst. Shiocton is a team, I think, on the rise. They, they've got some really good athletes led by Cade Stingle. Amherst, again, off to an 0-2 start. Uh, a little bit of a, a rough go for the Falcons early on, uh, and we'll see if they can get it going. Uh, again, that's a conference opener for both teams. Abbotsford is at Ladysmith as well. Both those teams are undefeated. In the Eau Claire and, and uh, Northwest Lacrosse area, uh, of the state. We already talked about our quick trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week. That's Hudson at Chippewa Falls. Looking forward to getting up there. It'll be my first time watching Chippewa Falls in person. I have watched games a couple times at uh, at Chippewa Falls uh, at DeRay's Field there uh, with the eight-player state championship games that have been held there in the past, but I have not watched Chippewa Falls play there. So that's the, the Game of the Week, but there's another Big Rivers Conference Game of the Week that I think is really interesting. Two teams moving back into the Big Rivers Conference, and that is New Richmond and River Falls. That game is at River Falls. New Richmond was our Game of the Week winner last week as they beat Ellsworth. Uh, I had a chance to get up there, see their beautiful facility, uh, and that was an excellent game for New Richmond. Andrew Trandall, really impressive running back for New Richmond. River Falls has looked very, very good. They're moving back to the Big Rivers after playing in the Mississippi Valley Conference the last uh, last two years. Team that moved out of the Big Rivers Conference is Rice Lake, and they have a game at St. Croix Central as they're part of the Middle Border Conference now. Both those teams are undefeated in the early going. Another undefeated showdown features Mondovi at Fall Creek. Mondovi uh, has looked very good. Dawson Rudd, the running back, Jared Faulkner, quarterback, have put up big numbers, uh, and they have looked very, very good in the early going. Then in the Cooley Conference, West Salem has returned to the Cooley Conference from the Mississippi Valley, and they will welcome in Westby this week. Westby's undefeated. West Salem does have one loss, but I expect West Salem to be one of the contenders in the Cooley Conference, and Westby has, uh, has looked pretty good in the early going. So those are some of the games that we're going to be following, taking a look at uh, this this Friday night, and, uh, and you know we'll, we'll see how things go. But at conference openers for these teams. Looking to get on the board, looking to get off to a good start, and you know, just just get things going. Um, some good games, some really good games, especially in the in the Madison area and uh, and even in the, uh, the the northwest part of the state. Some compelling games in Milwaukee. Again, not quite the the game of the week type games that we've come to expect. Um, 
But they're also, uh, do want to make note, of course, the eight-player football did uh, begin their action last week. They play one fewer game, so, so they did not play in the normal week one. Uh, there were some uh, some interesting performances. I mean, Phillips had over 600 rushing yards without a p- attempting a pass. They had four players go for at least 100 yards uh, in, in that one. Um, Bruce had four players rush for at least 85 yards in their win last week over Alma Center Lincoln. Uh, so really some interesting statistical uh, performances in eight-player. Our star of the week was Evan Pedretti from DeSoto. One of the best small school programs in the state for many years. In fact, they have the most 11-player WIAA state playoff appearances in uh, state history. I think it's 37 is the number. But they moved to 8-player this year. They got off to a good start last week, beating Williams Bay. Evan Pedretti, 7 for 7 for 141 yards and 3 touchdowns. Had a perfect passer rating. Also returned an interception for a touchdown in that game. There's some good games on the schedule this week. Um... Wild Rose, they take on Belmont. Belmont went down to St. Mary Catholic last week. Uh, there's an old-school cro- uh, Cloverwood showdown, McDonald Central, and Thorpe. So some good games in eight-player. And you can check out every week on Wisports.net our eight-player football weekly spotlight. Comes out every Wednesday afternoon to, uh, to take a look back at what happened the week before, preview some of the big games on the schedule coming up, and then... As mentioned, uh, we, we highlight our star of the week in eight-player football as well. Our normal content is out and will continue to be out. Our jolly good football player of the week. Uh, you can still vote on that through Thursday at 4. Our football team of the week can vote on uh, thir- through Thursday at 4. Um, our, our football coaches poll, the Wisports.net football coaches poll, comes out Tuesday afternoons. We've got our prep props that comes out on Mondays, highlighting the top individual statistical performances, and of course our Quick Trip and Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week nominees published uh, often on Sunday night, usually on Sunday night, sometimes it might be Monday morning depending on the weekend, uh, with the uh, voting open through Wednesdays at uh, 1 o'clock. And again, the the Quick Trip and Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week this week will send me to Chippewa Falls where the Cardinals play host to the Hudson Raiders. So all kinds of good stuff on Wisports.net. Should also highlight and mention that we're starting to get some of the other fall sports going uh, a little bit more. We've got coaches' polls out for boys and girls volleyball. We've had coaches' polls out for soccer as well. You can check Wisports.net for results for those other fall sports also. Certainly can be difficult to keep track of some of those, especially volleyball where they have you know huge matches, uh, uh, weekend matches and tournaments uh, that, that are difficult to track down, but we do the best that we can with the uh, resources that we have available. Also, Mark Miller, Norbert Durst are starting to crank out some preseason basketball content. Uh, you would have seen recently the top returning statistical performers from last year that they've uh, started to work on, uh, and we'll have some more basketball preseason content coming out soon. Speaking of basketball, we have our WSN Basketball Showcase to be held next Sunday, September 11th at Kettle Moraine High School. We are still accepting registrations for that event. So if you are interested in playing, we still have some open spots available. Not a ton, but we do have some available. Uh, you want to make sure that you get signed up as soon as you can there. Let's do uh, one more chance to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down. Every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Well, let's make it a great, a great week three 
of the high school football season as you get out to a game or maybe take in some streams. Again, reminder, check out that giveaway that we had earlier in the podcast if you want a chance at a $25 Quick Trip gift card, and uh, and we'll get those out. We might even do that uh, you know, some other times throughout the season, either here on the podcast, maybe some social media giveaways. Uh, we'll have some different stuff going throughout the year. But that will do it for the WSN podcast. I am Travis Wilson. We'll see you at a game.